life is rough. But starting your days with him, with G-O-D, the path will get just a little bit clearer. Welcome to Morning Devotional with Imani. Let's get started. All right, everybody. Today is April the 8th, 2019. Yesterday, April the 7th, 2019, I had one of the best days of my life. I went to New Orleans and I met up with my friend Amari. We went to brunch and had a very relaxing day. We painted by the river and I had left my materials to work on the podcast in Hattiesburg. And that was probably for the best because, well, not probably, it definitely was because I had a whole day to just relax. And I laid down and I watched the clouds roll past. And I can't remember the last time that I had a day like that to myself. So thank you, Amari, for that. After I was with Amari and we had a very relaxing and very cool day of catching up. I went to the Jonathan McReynolds concert at the House of Blues. I was introduced to Jonathan Trailer, and one of his songs is going to be incorporated into the morning devotional this morning. Guys, anytime I can meet someone who's on the same God is cool and loving God is cool too type tip, type vibe, it's a blessing for Sure, and I'm so glad that I was able to hear him and that God was like, you know what? You need to be at this concert. You need to be listening, not working. And that's what I did. Now, God, hopefully, you know, opened some doors. I ain't going to put no cap on the Lord. Let him do his thing. But all is fair and drinking water, minding your business and reading your word. So let's get into today's daily or today's morning devotional, right? Last week, we had the beginning of this series. So the series is a flip tie to forgiveness. And it's called that because it's kind of a guide for those of us who have done wrong and need to be forgiven by those that we love. See, when you're on the other side of forgiveness, where you are the person who has been wronged and you have to forgive someone, Everything is internal. But when you come, when it comes to needing to be forgiven, there's a lot more steps involved. Actually, I don't think that was a true statement. I think it might be the same amount of steps involved. It's just a different process you have to go through. I'll say that. So the first part or the first step of Catherine Albig's four steps to putting the past behind you was um, acknowledging that you'd hurt someone. And I called it own the hurt you cause. Y'all, I've recorded that twice. And every time I say earn, I guess it must, I guess it's supposed to be in here. So the first step was own the hurt you caused. And with that step, we paired it with the scripture, Psalm 51 and 10. And the song Loving Me by Jonathan McReynolds. Today, we're getting into the second step, which Catherine Albig titles it, We Receive Forgiveness. But my title is Ready for Receipt. 
And we'll get into that in a second. So let's first start with the scripture that's going to encompass all four steps. And it says, this is 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 through 2, reading from the King James Version. You'll find these words. My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, and he is the propitiation. I looked up the pronunciation, y'all, for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So no matter what you do, God has already atoned for those things. He is always, he's already stood in the gap for you. Anytime you hurt someone, God has already paid the price But now you just have to go through the process of forgiveness in order to get the payoff. So this whole series is about putting the past behind you, learning how to get up and dust yourself off after you've done something wrong. Because the common misconception about Christians and about those of us who decide to walk in the path that God has set for us is that it's perfect and that you won't fall and that you won't be human. We go on this journey to be Christ-like. When you come up out that water, that doesn't mean that Christ is just going to make all your limbs work in the way that it should go. And you are going to be a walking and breathing Jesus talking machine. That takes time. And even still, my grandmother, who's one of the most God-fearing people I know, she still messes up because we're human. And we're his children. And as a father, he has given us an example. He walked this earth. Jesus Christ, through his son, uh, through the physical embodiment of God, he walked this earth and gave us an example of how we should walk and how we should interact with people. But he's our father, guys. We're his kids. He gave us free will. And sometimes, you know, when you give kids free will, they do what they want to do, bump their heads and learn life lessons and buy life lessons and then they might come back they might not either way he's gonna love us and keep his arms open and ready to receive us so you know we try our best to do the things that we're supposed to do as christians but sometimes we're gonna mess up and we're gonna need forgiveness from our brother we are going to wrong our brothers in Christ. We are going to wrong other people as well. Now, this is the thing that I think um, we might have a little misconstrued because as members of the body of Christ, everything we do is a representation of God because that's the job that you decided you wanted. You wanted to be a fisherman of men. When you gave your life to Christ, you gave your life to his will towards your life. Now, whether you decide to start walking in it that day Or 10 years down the line, five years down the line, whatever you decide to do, once you put on that shirt, that Christian badge, it's with you for life, fam. People will always see you. Sometimes you are the only Bible that people read. Think about that. Put some things into perspective. Sometimes we only think that the things that we do to other Christians are what's going to count. But nah, baby. Everything you do to every creature in this world, every being in this world, God is watching because he made everything beautifully and wonderfully made and in his image. So you have to be careful how you treat God's children. 
Step two in the flip side to forgiveness is ready receipt. So let's get into this. So whenever you've done something wrong, God wipes the slate clean. Gives you a fresh new start. The guilt of sins that you've committed in the past are taken away from forgiveness. You don't have to worry about those past sins because God literally took them and threw them into the sea of forgiveness so that you don't have to worry about that. It's us that have the hardest time (laughs) forgiving. We do. We have the hardest time. So let's go to Micah. Chapter 7, verse 19, and I'm going to give out some scriptures, but they're not the scripture of emphasis. I do want to say that. This one says, he will again have compassion on us and will subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. That's basically saying, no matter what you do, well, aside from blaspheming the Holy Spirit, because that is an unforgivable sin, the only unforgivable sin. God is like, okay, if you come to me and you say that you are, you repent and you ask for forgiveness, then you got it granted right there, right then. But it takes us a lot longer to deal with that. Now, this title is called Ready Receipt because I want you guys to think about something. Okay. Red receipts and Apple devices. So even if you have like an iPad or if you have an iPhone, any type of iDevice. Android users, if you don't have this, let me let you in on a secret. So on the iPhone, you can turn on this feature called Red Receipt. Now, Red Receipt will show you when someone has opened your message and at what time they read it. Now, one of the glitches in Red Receipt or one of the things about Red Receipt is it only shows you when the message has been open and it considers that read. But sometimes the person might not have read it. I know I'm guilty sometimes. It'll probably say read on the other end, but it shows you an actual live account and gives you a timestamp, by the way, of when someone has received your message. And I entitled this episode red receipt because or ready to receive because God gives us this forgiveness as soon as we send it up and that message is blue because right now I'm playing on the fact that I'm I assume that God has an iPhone of some sort like a godly one and that our messages like when we pray just Imagine this with me. When we pray, it's like the little bubbles that show up on the screen. And for Android users, find somebody with an iPhone so you can hear what I'm talking about. (laughs) So our prayers are like the little bubbles, right? The little bubbles that show up on the iPhone whenever you're typing a message. And then it's sent. And it's blue because God's got an iPhone. Or a God phone. He's got a God phone, y'all. So it's blue, right? And you're just waiting. You send your prayer. You say, Lord, I repent and I apologize. I am so sorry for what I have done to your child, to your person, to your people. And then God opens it and there's your red receipt. Bow right underneath their message. God read this message at 11.05 p.m. Because the line is never busy. God is available 24-7. We don't have to go to a person to talk to God, those of us who are 
um, of the Baptist faith. I can say that because I do know that, um, that some, that Catholics believe that they have to go through their priests in order to communicate with God, different denomination, different belief, still talking to the same God. You got me? So in my head, that's how I imagine it goes. So God has read my message and the red receipt pops up. Now, here's the thing about red receipt, right? The other person has to have it turned on on their phone. So if I send a message and I have red receipt on my phone, if I send a message to someone who has an iPhone, who has iMessage, but does not have red receipt turned on, I will never know when they've read my message. But with God, if I tell him, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I apologize for what I have done to your child, God, because forgiveness first and foremost, you have to repent to God. You've got to repent to him and then you can repent to the people who are affected by the decision that you made. Because first, your responsibility is to him. God, I apologize for hurting those you created. God, I apologize for hurting your child. I apologize for going outside of your will for my life and choosing what I want to do. And in turn, creating a path of destruction behind me that now I have to try to clean up. And I don't even know how I'm going to do that, but I'm going to do it through the strength that you give me. I apologize for that. So I imagine that, or I know that when I send my messages to God, he hears them. He opens them. There is a receipt of message. There is a timestamp. And you want to know what that timestamp is? That timestamp is when I pray and I'm talking to God and then I sit and I listen. And God says what he needs to say to me. Now, I know that everyone might not believe that to be true. And I do want to say that your red receipt might come in a different way. It might come through another person who's sending you confirmation about something that you prayed about that you didn't tell anyone else about. It might come from whatever mountain needing to be moved, God moves it. And then all of a sudden you are in the path that God wants you to be in because you made your request known to God. Maybe that's how your red receipt is time stamped. Either way, I know he's listening. So here's another part about being ready to receive forgiveness. In order for you to fully grasp forgiveness in its entirety, you have to acknowledge that you've done something wrong. Now, I know that's why it's the four steps, y'all. First, you have to own the hurt you caused. Then you can receive forgiveness and only in that order. Because if you don't, you're going to be messed up. So let's get into the scripture for today. Today's scripture is down here and I don't even know how I did this tripping 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 so today's scripture is coming from I wish I had a drum roll Matthew 6 verses 14 through 15 so 14 and 15 and I'll read King James version the new living translation and the NIV version. Okay, so let's start with King James because it's always good to start with King James. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. That was King James. 
NIV reads as this. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sin, your father will not forgive your sins. And now we're to the NLT. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will never forgive your sins. Now, that is the scripture for today. Because this is another part of your forgiveness, of you seeking your forgiveness. If you in the past have not forgiven someone for something that they have done to you, you are blocking your forgiveness with the father. It can't come any other way. You have to forgive others in order for the father to forgive you. Seems simple, but some of us are still holding grudges from 10 years ago when boo-boo around the way was acting a fool and had your name in their mouth. And y'all, I'm from Mississippi, so this is going to come straight from how I feel. <laughs> but when boo-boo baby around the, right, around the way had your name in their mouth, and when I say your name in their mouth, I mean they were speaking negatively about you. So when they had their name, they when they had your name in their mouth and they were spreading lies about you, and you still haven't forgiven them 10 years later. And now you come into God as humbly as you know how on bended knee laying prostrate across the altar. God ain't listening to none of that because you still ain't forgave them. Ain't that something? Think about that now, y'all. Y'all want to come to the Lord for forgiveness. But baby, you ain't forgave folks from from long time ago. And that's a problem. That is a problem. So, yeah, that's the condition to your forgiveness. There's no forgiveness without repentance. One, that's the first condition. And two, there cannot be repentance without the first being an acknowledgement of sin. And then three, you got to forgive other people before God will consider forgiving you. Jesus is really clear about this, y'all. He is really, really clear. Because in Matthew chapter 6, right before this, so let me go to my Bible app so I can accurately tell you the scriptures. Right before this, he gives the model prayer. So um, we are at verse 9. 9 through 13 is the model prayer, which is our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That prayer is Matthew verses, uh, Matthew chapter six, verse nine through 13. So right before this, it's teaching you how to pray starting in verse five. And when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Trying to do everything outright, but it's not genuine. It's not genuine. And your forgiveness, you're asking for forgiveness and asking to be forgiven by other people. It has to come from a genuine place. And that is why you asking the the father for forgiveness without forgiving other people is very, um, it's very conceited of you. Very prideful of you that you believe that you are deserving of forgiveness, but you won't even forgive your brother. But you will come to the Lord and say, God, here I am. 
in all my mess. Lord, I want you to forgive me because you know God is where your blessing comes from. But guess what? God can also use other people to bless you. Now what you gonna do? So here we are at the end of our topic and going into our song for the day, which is brand new by Jonathan Trailer. When I post this on the Facebook, I'll post the video that I uh, had from last night because y'all, it was absolutely amazing. This, the lyric of emphasis is this one, because I believe that when it, we come to the Father for forgiveness, we don't realize that as soon as we do that and he casts the sea, he casts our sins into the sea, we are new. We are made new. We are a new creature, y'all. We we new creatures almost every day. At least 10 times. Because you out here fussing and cussing with all these people. And I'm not talking about the those of the world. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about the Christian followers. I'm talking about the ones who read their Bible maybe once a week. Because that's whenever you pull out your Bible app. Y'all, we got to do better. But we have to be better about being a representation of him. So, listen. These are the lyrics to the first verse. And the script, the lyric of emphasis is, I'm so fresh, so clean because of that man. He bled and died and gave me life again. That's it. That's the, that's the lyric of emphasis. That God can make you brand new or he has made you brand new through his sacrifice. So if he's made you brand new through his sacrifice, why can't we see ourselves in that same light? You may have sinned, you may have wronged your brother, you may have hurt someone, and you are in the need of being forgiven. You are needing that. But first, you have to acknowledge it with the Father. You got to repent, and you have to apologize, and then you have to ask the Father for forgiveness. And as soon as you do that, he casts your sin away into the sea of forgiveness and or forgetfulness. That's where it goes. And you're a new creature. You are now pop 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 ready to roll but i'll keep reading this first verse because it's so cool i'm so fresh so clean because of that man he bled and died and gave me life again i mean life began because i was sinking down to the pit that's where i was heading my ultimate heaven sent evident and sacrifice thank you thank you thank you for tremendously saving my life You saved my life. Yep, yep, yep. You saved my life. And you made me brand new. So guys, I encourage you to go and listen to brand new Jonathan trailer. I was exclusively doing these morning devotionals with Jonathan McReynolds music. And that's because that is what God told me to do. But y'all, God told me to make this podcast today about brand new because I couldn't sleep on this. Y'all, I wanted to do it when I got back from the concert. But I I was like, nah, let me just rest. So I just made sure I had my script written out. I had my picture ready to go so that I could just wake up and record this morning. I had a great day. And I encourage you to listen to some more of Jonathan Trailer's music. I'm going to listen to some more of Jonathan Trailer's music. And you'll be hearing more from him on the morning devotional with Imani if the Lord says the same. Because it's important for us as faith walkers and as as especially young people in the body of Christ it's important for us to be real about our journey and that is why I like his music 
because he has real life gems he's dropping that are applicable to our lives. His song, Purpose Over Pleasure, y'all, that's a whole other podcast. Trust me, it's coming. So thank you for listening to Morning Devotional with Imani. I pray that God grants you the peace to walk through life and to acknowledge the fact that you can be forgiven. So we did step two. Step two, ready for receipt. And that is being ready to receive forgiveness. So, guys, it was lovely. And you'll hear from me again the next time God says, Imani, it's time to talk. Thanks for listening to Morning Devotional with Imani. Have a good day.